welcome back or welcome to my channel. My name is Ren and on this channel I talk about books and pop culture and this video is actually also going to exist in podcast format. So for everyone that's listening as a podcast, welcome to the Talk Bookish to Me podcast. I am your host Ren and this podcast is going to be all things bookish. If you're watching visually or if you're listening but want to watch visually you can come check out my youtube channel which is at ren francis um it'll be in all of the descriptions and my video formats got, will be going up and you can watch them and they will be subtitled as well but yeah i've wanted to do a bookish podcast for a while and i have a stranger things podcast and i have a lot of fun with it um that will also be in links in descriptions and I wanted to do a bookish one because I talk about books online and it just felt very natural um start a bookish podcast so for the very first episode of the talk bookish to me podcast I thought I would talk about five ways you can refresh your reading in 2024 especially if you are in a reading slump and you're feeling a little bit unmotivated after reading last year. I think this time of year can be quite daunting. We go online and we see lots of people talking about their reading goals and how many books they read last year and how many books they've already read despite only being a couple of days into January and I feel like it can was good because everyone gets to share their you know reading with everyone it can also be quite intimidating especially if you are feeling that little bit unmotivated so and I have felt that I have felt that the last few years I've been very honest about my mental health the last couple of years and unfortunately part of the reason why I took a break from making content is because you cannot make content about books when you're not reading books and I was not reading my reading only really got better July of 2023 um so i have spent the last few years feeling really unmotivated and not really reading a lot so here's ways that i tried to help myself and things that i found worked um in order to kind of refresh myself and refresh my reading and get myself into the reading spirit again the first one is those books that you were reading last year that you're finding really sluggish that you're struggling to get through that are putting you in a reading slump DNF them, get rid of them, close them, don't try and finish them, do not bring the book that is making you hate reading into 2024, DNF it. Life is too short to read books that aren't good. Life is too short to read books that you are not vibing with. Once I realised that and became a little bit more brutal with my DNFing, everything changed it genuinely changed the game for me and I'm not saying that you have to DNF them forever there are different categories of DNFing you can DNF something and put it straight in the charity box or you can DNF something and put it back on your shelf and go back to it at a later date and I tend to find that you know what type of DNFing that is like if you are struggling to get through a book because it is a really bad book charity box it. If you're struggling to get through a book but you know it's something that you should be enjoying the problem is more likely your attitude towards reading at the moment and your own mental kind of view on it like i've said the last few years how i've struggled so you dnf them and you just put them back on your shelf they just go they just go back on your shelf in a little place and you can go back to them at a later date there is nothing there is no reason why you can't return to it but bringing in that negativity bringing in that sluggishness isn't going to help you you're just going to be still feeling tied down to the same book that was making you unmotivated in december and it's it's just not going to help when it comes to your reading goals you will spend 
the majority of January trying to get through it and when you finish it you're not going to feel like picking up another book because you're just going to feel really ugh towards reading. Honestly if you're reading a book right now and you are not vibing with it DNF it. You can come back to it if you want but DNF it for now. It's okay. It can go on the shelf. It's not going anywhere but you can take a break from it. I feel like you need to kind of start anew if that's how you're feeling. My second point is shop your shelves. TBRs are intimidating. They are. My TBR is so high that I didn't realise that there are people in the world that actually have attainable TBRs. Um, what's that like? Because I don't know. My TBR is a lot of books and as much as I enjoy buying books, I certainly buy more than I read. And that is something that I want to work on. And as much as it's nice to go in and buy, buy yourself a little book, when you come back and you add to that TBR, reading, it becomes more intimidating. You know, the bigger the TBR, the more intimidating reading can feel. And I think that that's just natural for everyone, regardless if your TBR is attainable in a year or if it's going to take you a little bit longer. So one thing that I find really helpful is to, instead of shopping in the bookstore, shop on my shelves. There are enough books on my shelf that I haven't read that shopping them is genuinely really fun and really helpful. So I will like rearrange them and I'll discover books that I was like, I was really excited to read that when it came out and I never got around to it. I will have a look at shelves that I don't see as often, so shelves that are like really at the bottom um, because I've got like a beanbag in the way of one of my shelves, so there's books there that kind of just aren't forgotten but are not always visible to me. Um, and I just kind of, yeah, shop around my shelves, have a rearrange, get a TBR jar and put books from my shelf in it, wrap up books on my shelf, write a little summary of what, of what they are, um, and wrap them up and then choose them that way. Make your shelves fun. Make your TBR fun. Shop your shelves, not the bookstores for the time being, because I feel like adding to that TBR is just going to feel more intimidating, um, as fun as it is to go into a bookstore and buy loads of books. Um, one of my resolutions this year is to only buy books from Gaze the Word. Um, I asked for mainly Gaze the Word vouchers for Christmas and everyone delivered, which was lovely. And so I'm going to use them to just mainly shop in Gaze the Word this year, um, which is good because I'm not there all the time. So it means that I'm not continuously buying and, I, and I'm able, I'm kind of working on the limit of all the vouchers put together. So I have a limit and I don't want to spend it all at once. So it's quite good. Um, so yeah, shopping your shelves is genuinely a really good way to get you out of the slump because you already have the book there and it's a book that at one point you were excited to read because you bought it and you wouldn't have bought it if you weren't excited to read it. So I feel like shopping your shelves is a really good way to kind of refresh your reading, remind yourself of what you've got and go from there and when you're choosing what you want to read. Third one is realistic goals slash no goals at all. That will depend on your level of unmotivation toward reading. If your motivation is at a complete zero, I genuinely would recommend not setting any goals because it's just going to feel even more intimidating. I feel like you have to go back to basics and just read 
when you want to read and kind of assess your reading as the year goes on. If you are feeling like you do want to set a goal and you feel like that's something that's helpful, but you're still feeling that little bit unmotivated, setting a goal of like 100 books is just not going to do you any favours. More often than not, that's just going to feel even worse. You're going to end up behind because you're already feeling a little bit more unmotivated and then you will feel worse because you are not on track, especially if you are using an app like Goodreads where you are tracking your progress. It will tell you if you are behind and that's not helpful. Um, as I have learned, it very, very quickly makes me feel even worse and then I end up either changing my goal, which makes me feel even worse, I end up not updating everything because that makes me feel worse, and I just end up in an even worse reading slump than I was in originally, um, and it doesn't help. So I feel like when you are in that kind of mindset, you do have to start small, and you can go over your reading goal. If you set a goal of like 15 books, and then you end up reading 60 books, you can go over that, that's okay, like you can 100% go over it, but I feel like goal setting is helpful, but you have to be in the right mindset to achieve a goal, so setting a goal in the wrong mindset is just going to make you feel worse, so I would really, really recommend thinking about the goal that you want to set, or if you want to set a goal, and being a little bit more realistic with it to apply to your current attitude towards reading otherwise again you're just gonna feel worse and all of these things when they make you feel worse they just make you feel worse about reading and that's something you don't want the fourth thing is to change up your format audiobooks are are an option for people that can listen to audiobooks that can be really fun because you can incorporate them in aspects of your life where you wouldn't necessarily be reading so if you're cleaning you wouldn't be holding a book while cleaning but you can listen to an audiobook while cleaning and that's helpful you can change up you can change up the format ebooks as well i genuinely find that with ebooks people do tend to read faster i want to make a whole video about this and well it'll be a whole podcast episode because i find it really interesting that it happens so often but people do tend to find that reading an ebook is a little bit less intimidating you don't see the size of the book on the kindle you know it's a little bit more hidden it doesn't feel as intimidating if you pick up a book that's a thousand pages you're not looking at the size of it the entire time you're just looking at a screen every book looks the same because it's all on the same device and it's genuinely it just I feel like it kind of just makes the reading process it, it can make it a little bit easier so an e-reader ebooks feel feel you know they switch switch it up a little bit if you are finding that physical books are something which is difficult and something that you are struggling with right now I always read an ebook of books that are massive I genuinely do like it it honestly means that I get through it and I feel so much less intimidated and I'm not looking at the page numbers thinking this book is massive when am I going to get through it I find that I just get through it so much quicker because those are things that I'm not thinking about and when you're feeling unmotivated that like the size of a book it's just intimidating like you don't want to look at a thousand page book when you're in a reading slump and be like yay you know it doesn't it doesn't work and then my fifth tip which is always my go-to when you are in a reading slump and you want to refresh your reading and find your love for reading re-read a favorite book genuinely nine times out of ten i think this works i think that this is a brilliant way to help when refreshing reading because if you know that this is something that you love 
and that this is something that made you really happy and this is something that like you already know the characters you already know the story it's not something that you need to try and learn from scratch it feels so much easier to get yourself into it one of the ways that I got back into reading big time last year was I reread Red, White and Royal Blue probably about 10 times in multiple different formats. I would listen to clips of the audiobook on loud as possible when I was going to sleep. My mum came into my room one morning and the audiobook was just blaring because obviously I need it as loud as possible because I am partially deaf. Um, so but but obviously my, my parents are not partially deaf so for them it was very very loud i knew the characters i knew the story it wasn't something i had to learn and it was a book that had made me so happy and it really kind of made me remember why i loved reading so much and that i loved clicking and connecting with these characters and with stories and seeing the way that casey mcquiston writes i just kind of re-fell in love with it so much and then that made me want to read more. And then I read similar books. I kind of went from Red, White and Royal Blue to books that were similar. And then eventually was able to re-expand my, my reading um, into other genres and other things. And that was so helpful. And I genuinely do feel like if you are looking to refresh your reading and to get out of a reading slump rereading a favorite book is one of the best ways to do that you don't really have to think about it as much you will find things that you like it reminds you of what you love and there was so much in red white and royal blue that rejigged that love it just puts you back in that mindset and you remember how much you loved it and then you want to keep connecting to different characters and different stories and i loved like it was i find it so helpful um and I just think rereading a fave. I also find, this is a kind of bonus one, but sort of similar, that re-watching movies of adaptations that I love. So I do this a lot with The Hunger Games. So The Hunger Games is one of my favorite movie adaptations of a book series that I adore. And whenever I re-watch The Hunger Games, also Lord of the Rings, it puts me back into that mindset that I had when I was reading them. And then it makes me want to read more similar and makes me want to read more that are similar so that as well is something that kind of ties in and i find really helpful i just think kind of reintroducing yourself to books that you love and characters that you love to get that spark back so that you can go on to read other books it's really helpful so yes that was my five tips for refreshing your reading for 2024 like i said you see all of these posts about reading goals and how people reach their reading goals last year and it can feel really intimidating when you see people that are reading like 200 so someone that read 200 books um and it is a lot like it's a lot to kind of think oh my god and you do kind of feel a little bit like you're not reaching these imaginary goals but these goals are just put in place by people you know that everybody's different everyone has different responsibilities and different lives and different abilities like my mental health has been in such an awful place that i was not in the mindset to read the same way that other people were you know now it's better but it wasn't for so long and i think that it's kind of important to remember that everyone is individual and to try not to put too much pressure onto it 
reading is supposed to be fun that's why we read that's why we read like this is why we share our love for books this is why we talk about books because reading is supposed to be something that's fun and if we do things that make it not fun if we try and make it a competition if we try and live up to other people then it becomes not fun and then you lose something which you really love and I think that's why people fall out of their love for reading is because of things like this here's some ways to try and refresh your reading remember to go at your own pace to have your own circumstances and your own life as well just have that in mind think about what you can do what's within your means and focus on your reading not everyone else's if you guys have any tips as well feel free to leave them in the comments on the video version of this and let everyone know and kind of share your tips for refreshing and revamping your reading. I hope you guys liked this video. Like I said, if you guys are new here, I make videos a couple of times a week about books and pop culture. So if you want to stick around and join us, then you can hit that subscribe button and the little notification bell. If you are listening to the podcast version of this, please give me a follow on the podcast platform that you're listening on. I'd really appreciate it. It really helps. So, you know, give me a like and give me a follow. Yeah, if you're watching the video, go and subscribe to my Talk Bookish 2 me podcast. Thank you guys for watching. I hope you're doing really, 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 really well and I will see you next time. Goodbye.